Hello, Hopheads. Thank you so much for sticking with us over these past, what is it, eight months since we've been on the mic? Since September. Yeah, we took it's a little like bit like of a two break. two years for me. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm like an original band member coming <laughs> back. Yeah, Zach was in rehab, so we had to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> but I kicked it. He's kicked, he, he kicked it. He's back. And we, we've never seen him better. So uh, we're going to have some episodes coming out monthly uh, now, moving forward with the format. And... We're excited to go on the ride with you guys, so thanks for sticking with us, and let's have a hell of a fucking adventure. Thanks for sticking with us, and uh, we're back, baby. Yeah, I love it. Back to the fun. I'm vengeance. (laughs) 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 Welcome to Hop Heroes Podcast, a show where we talk about nerd culture, alcoholic beverages, and everything in between. This week. What do you mean, Jordan? Why did we pick Black Raven for the blacks? Because we're talking talking Black Adam, we're talking Black Panther. And Black people. Nothing to do with Black people. I mean, they're wearing black, and sometimes they are black. What's the rock? Let's get it. Feels like you called black people the blacks. Like We're calling the sure. heroes the blacks. Is that racist? The Black Adam and the Black Panther, they're the blacks. That's their name. That is their It's name. like saying their last name, the B- Jack Black. He's his family's the blacks. <laughs> it's not racist. It's just a statement. The, feels, the funniest feels very part, colonizer of you, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> the funniest part is how fast Zach got to hit the record button. Yeah. He's, he's like, fuck. We, we weren't even ready to record. Ready to go, just fucking, um, I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> Well, um, anyway, we have uh, Black Raven for the blacks. All you blacks out like there. like Kanye saying the Jews. It's, God, it's ye. Damn it. <laughs> there goes my billions. Get canceled by uh, Adidas and then yeah. throw shame on them on Instagram. Dude, Chappelle hosted SNL this weekend. It was so Dude, good. Dude, oh, I've God. seen highlights of that. It's so good. Yeah. I gotta watch should it. We, should we start this episode? <laughs> yeah, we might as well. Like, yeah. Actually. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Hello. <laughs> uh, to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about the blacks <laughs> Oof. and our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. The Black Heroes, which is Black Panther and Black Adam. Yeah. The topic today, Zach thinks I'm being racist, but I'm not. Um, but no, it's good to see you guys. My name's Jordan, by the way. I don't know if you remember who I am. It's been a while. Been a while. Been, been a minute. Been around yeah. each other. Um, but I'm your host. And then we got the uh, comic enthusiast and artistically talented new father. Oh, thank you. Yes. J.R. Gonzalez. How you yeah, doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good. Life is good. Enjoying fatherhood. Are uh, you? Or yeah. Or are you just saying that because Amber's probably going to listen to this? No, no. She's, it's cool. I, I'm actually really enjoying having a kid and hanging. Are you guys both off work right now? Or? Uh, she's off work. I'm, I'm. I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> That's a long I had to be careful. I had to work. <laughs> I, I'm te- yeah, I'm working. Technically, I'm employed. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I'm in sales, so I get to kind of hang around and stuff like that. But yeah, you make your schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know, we're both off, and you know, she's she's getting a little cabin fever, so I've been having to take her out with like I'm like holding her down or anything, but I'm like taking her out with me on job walks and stuff like that. But yeah, it's good. Good being at home with them and seeing them grow as, you know, day by day. I mean, it's like day by day sometimes. Yeah, so. for real. Same yeah. Time. Step by step. Yeah, step by day step. Day by day. <laughs> Zach has no idea what that theme song is, I'm sure. Nope. <laughs> 90 sitcom. <laughs> Speaking of Zach, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's new in your life? It's been a while. Dude, you know, I'm, I'm also a, a, a new father. Yeah, we've J- talked about that. Ender, Ender's three <laughs> it's months. It's been four months. 
Yeah, four months into it. It's not so much changes, anymore. though, Jordan. No, I so don't. much changes in, in four months. So yeah. that's been fun. Uh, I've, uh, you know, that's pretty much it. It's all encompassing. I, you know? I do want to ask, because I wasn't able to attend because of Brandon's freaking show, but Halloween party. I saw your guys' outfits on Instagram. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, your funny. Jim Halpert. Oh, yeah, my God. <laughs> I shaved my beard and everything for it. It bro. was wow. amazing. Yeah, bro. With the comb and, over. And, and, and Luther was Dwight. <laughs> yeah, dude. And and Alicia was Pam. Absolutely yeah, we I take Halloween very seriously. We're we're um we're the reigning defending Halloween costume champions two years in a row. Well, I mean, it's Luther's your party, two and zero. So I feel like that's a little bit which feels bad rigged. though, because it's like when we got voted this year, I was like, oh, this feels like I don't love it. Like I feel <laughs> like somebody else should have won, but uh. Last year you had spoke, you know, you had the big reveal at the Halloween party, which was you know people complained about that. They're the like election. you're cheated, <laughs> like obviously, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go full Trump on this shit and say the election's rigged. I, yeah, I mean, we definitely we definitely revealed that we were pregnant in that party, and so like we got vote, you know, votes there. And then this year, uh, I'd say it's a more fair election. I think everybody had a vote, but we also used our baby in a yeah, costume. So, uh, you there, know what? There was that. But, uh, hey, Luther's 2-0 and for Halloween. I know. I know. So I, I, I say it's uh, cheating, but I think it's just strategic. Yeah, yeah man. I hey, like it. Use what you got. Whatever yeah. gets done. Use what you got. Tom you Brady know? deflated footballs. You use Luther. Yeah, yeah man. So. Luther's my, my trump card for Halloween. Let's talk trash about him as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, not as a... Patriot, please. Well, we shouldn't talk trash about him today because he just ass rammed the uh, the Seahawks. Absolutely in obnoxious. And yeah, that sucks. I love Geno too. I love Geno Smith, so it's annoying when they. I I now that's a newfound love for me with Geno. Yeah. Um, today, I'm pretty do. close to getting a Geno Smith jersey. Are you? Cam just got one. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. He got the gray like this one. I'm rep- I'm repping my boy Tariq Woolen. Next, nice. Next Sherm. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was a tough loss today. I lost some money on that one. It's uh, <laughs> a lot. Seattle. Mm. Uh, oh, um, but uh, since you guys asked, I, I had a little bit of change in my life since I've been on the mic. Yes. Yeah, you have. I feel like this always happens. I'm always, how are you? That's how are true. You? It never comes back to me. You never gave me the opportunity to, r- to bring it back, bro. We've you were talking, talking about Tariq Woolen. You can slide in there. I have to keep, <laughs> hey, somebody Jordan. has to keep the dialogue going. Hey, Jordan. <laughs> how are you doing, bro? Dead air. I'm good, man. Yeah, what's going on in your life? Um, I just got Call of Duty. Okay. Uh, so I love that. <laughs> Super exciting. Uh, I love it's that. It's been a while since I bought Call of Duty. So, ah. um, no, I got uh, I got recently engaged. Hey. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah, I went to the uh, the Northeast for the first time in my life. I've never been out there. That's where Melissa's uh, mom's side of the family's wow. from. And nice. They live in Boston. There's wow. some houses in Connecticut, some people in New York. and. Uh, I had How'd never you feel about New York. I had never thought I would like the Northeast just from afar. I've always feel like concrete jungle, just in the city, traffic. And I get out there, and there's more greenery than there is up here. Like it's, well, it depends on the time of year, I guess. And, and it also depends on where you are. I yeah, mean. but I, I mean, I drove. I, so I flew into Boston. First off, love Boston. I think Boston is my favorite of all the cities wow. really? out there. It's just so it's clean. It's like pristine, and it's not as big as I thought it would be. Like the whole thing is walking distance. Like you can circle the whole block on your feet and. It is exactly what you think it would be from a people standpoint. Like, I got two Ubers, and both of them were just yelling obscenities. Yeah. Hey, go back to where you came from. (laughs) What are you doing here? It was was just great. Went to see, went to to Fenway. um, Oh, that's Experienced my first baseball game rain out because we always had roofs out here in Seattle, and it, it was beautiful sunshine. And then, fourth inning, it just started pissing rain, and everybody's huddled in the alleyways in Fenway just chugging beers because they're still serving. And that was an interesting experience. Um, But yeah, we went out to Connecticut. That's where Melissa was kind of grew up. She was there until she was like seven. Uh, So I took her to her childhood home and proposed to her there. And 
How long did it take for her to say it? Did she consider it? Like, did she think about it? <laughs> I was going to say it was about an hour of convincing. <laughs> uh, yeah. A couple withdrawals. That was like the from... best sales pitch you've ever given, right? Like, No, like... I mean, she wouldn't get... So I want to get out of the car and take a picture in front of her house, and that's how I was going to do it, and she wouldn't get out of the car. Because she's like, people live here. Let's just take a picture from the car and get out of here. It took like literally five minutes of convincing just to get out of the car, and then to get her to say yes, that was like... Little, Another hour, at least. Yeah, hour. and then I took a withdrawal of my 401k for a bribery. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, eventually, she said she'll get back to me in seven, ten business days. And <laughs> Came back with here a yes with a green light. Yeah, yeah good, yeah. man. So, yeah, wedding's going to be in April, which is fast. That is quick. Yeah. Super. Um, so, April 1st, keep your uh, keep your April Fool's open, JR. I'm open. Don't, uh, no fooling. That's happening. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's new in my life. Look at us. <laughs> you know? It's it's been a it's us. been a wild ride since we first started doing this. And 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 listeners out there, you've listened to us just grow up. <laughs> well, Melissa. <laughs> yeah, our Patreon supporter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh today we are talking some recently I mean we could recap a lot of stuff, I suppose, but in the in the and our next couple sections. It's been a while. We're gonna talk about Black Adam and Wakanda Forever. But, I mean, we were going to talk about a lot of stuff over the past few months. I mean, there's House of, there's House so of much. Dragons. There's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the Rings of Power. Uh, yeah. Andor. Uh, Andor. I haven't even started that. Um, what was it? She-Hulk. I mean, there was a she lot Hulk. of topics out there that we can just briefly touch on. Yeah. I'll go first. Um, Rings of Power, I think, is great. I haven't finished it yet, but I've really enjoyed that. House of the Dragon, I think, is dog shit, in my personal opinion. Whoa. Um, I... Didn't hot take. Didn't like She Hulk, but I get the appeal for the younger generation and the fourth wall breaking and all that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can I can dive into that if if I if you want me to. But I feel like we need to dive into all of that. And you haven't watched Andor, have you watched Andor? I watched the first episode, which I enjoyed a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, let me start with Andor so we can get out of the way. I hear great things. So it's the best thing Star Wars has ever done. Oh, really? Wow! Um, wow! It looks great. Like yeah. from so. I don't want to like, you know, uh, just like kind of easing into it. It's the best thing that anybody's <laughs> ever done with Star Wars. So I, it's it's basically, I thought up until Andor, up until that point, I thought that Rogue One was the best thing that they had done, which is like. The movie you fell asleep in the theater at, yes. And then I watched it, Jordan, after. <laughs> it's like, it's like real stakes and shit matters and people die and there's tragedy, you know, like it's like, let's take this concept of Star Wars and pull it into like a Game more. Not necessarily Game of Thrones. Like I, I feel like that's probably an extreme, but just like, like R rated. Like let's move it from PG thirteen to R. Mm-hmm. Essentially, let's make it real and make it matter. Um, and Andor was a series of that. It was basically like this, like espionage, this spy, and then like it was like a like a heist style, and you know there's really violence and oh, people cool. made decisions, and your hero would like brutally like execute people with his blaster like and it was just like cool you know like i feel like that's what i I feel like star wars is a sandbox i always feel that way and andor takes the sandbox and puts it in a place where i think that there's real stakes and there's real um moral ambiguity and it was it's really good i i I highly recommend it i kind of feel like it's flying under the radar too it is like i think it is yeah like i feel like not a lot of people are like talking that much about it and i feel like it just kind of Disney Plus just kind of dropped it, you yeah. know, it's just like, oh, here's this show. Uh, I feel like it's worth a watch if you haven't watched it yet. It's cool. It's fantastic. Is it part of the Skywalker saga? Is it finally moved past that or is it? No. That? So it's it, it, it's a prequel to Rogue One. 
Gotcha. So it's kind of part of the Skywalker saga in the sense that, like, Rogue One is kind of part of the Skywalker saga. Like, it it, it kind of was a retcon. Like, the whole Rogue One story is a retcon for, like, why the Death Star, you know, got yeah. made and blah, blah. So, like, it's, it's a prequel to that, so it fits in in that way. But everything that happens in Andor has really nothing directly to do with the Skywalker saga, which I think is fantastic. That's why you they, love they it. Still, they still haven't, like been like hey guys let's tell a new story you know like let's like s- do something different like in the future you know right. like like new characters new stakes still haven't done that but i still think that uh andor is worth a watch for sure okay yeah i dig that yeah um did anybody watch werewolf by, Ni- by night no i know you mentioned it i don't think anybody even responded in the chat when you put that in there so, but, <laughs> so that's, well, yeah, that's fine um it's i fine. <laughs> i i watched it. it's actually really good it's actually pretty gory which okay. is surprising and it's black and white so it's you know little bit hard if you're not into black and white stuff but um but other than that it was really entertaining um isn't that where moon knight was introduced uh moon knight was introduced in where by night yep yeah. um he comes in as a, a mercenary is that does that tie into it in the show um i mean i guess it can i mean there it's just monsters it was a great halloween watch that's gotcha. what it was so it was like monsters versus monsters kind of thing nice uh, hunters versus monsters, and I mean, people get their heads cut off. So, and I, I think that maybe they were able to tone it down, just because it is black and white, and the blood just wasn't red. But it just can't, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, that was great. I, I agree with you on the House of Dragon. I mean, that was just what the fuck, dude. I, I can't we gotta even, get into that. I can't I even watch. <laughs> I can't even watch half. Finish it. We have like. We gotta get into that. Yeah. We gotta spend some time on that. And, and I, 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 the segment. I just, I'm mindful all right so <laughs> all right. can i just like quickly touch on the other shit so we can just yeah. get into house of dragon yeah. yeah okay uh i thought rings of power was cool yep i didn't think it was as good as i wanted it to be oh. i felt like it was super high fantasy and that's like a stylistic choice that i think was yep. pretty yeah. like rad to stick with like Tol- tolkienian yep. if you want yep. if you will that language um but i felt like it didn't translate to like people who aren't like already Lord of the Rings fans in a big way. Like, I think that, especially that pilot episode, like, I felt like it um, basically was, like, an hour of fanfare. Like, yeah. oh, here's fucking, you know, uh, all these characters that you know and love. And, um, you know, I, I, I loved it, but I don't think it translated well um, if you don't already are into Lord of the Rings. She-Hulk, I thought, was funny. Yeah. You yeah. know? Like, I, yeah. to be honest, all of Marvel shows, I feel like, are... Not that good, like yeah. lately, especially not that great. Yeah. Like She Hulk is like cute, and it, 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 there was comedy to it. Um, yeah, but yeah, you know, it was you know, rough. I couldn't stand whatever. the talking in to the camera thing. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. But then at the end, it made they made sense why they did it. Yeah, but it was still uh, it was a little obnoxious at times, um, but still fun to see right because you get to see things that are not normal and the cgi sometimes was a little off yeah yeah you know it looked like uh what is it molding cake you know molding fondue sometimes is what she looked fondant? like fondant yeah it's fondue fondue, <laughs> fondue. <laughs> yeah uh, so was, yeah i get yeah it was, it was a little i did watch all that but it's easy to watch so that's yeah, it's probably easy it. to watch yeah it's, 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 you know, a, it's if i'm like a you know 18 White year net. old 17 year old girl you know, which sometimes I feel like I am. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I would love that. I would love that yeah. show. I think. I think that's the audience it was going for. I think would really enjoy yeah. that. Yeah, um, and it was watchable. But yeah, not. In, yeah, I didn't love it. Okay, and Rings of Power was okay. Okay, so House of Dragon. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about, dude? I can't believe you're this passionate about. Wow. It. Yeah. I. What do you not like? What? Like, so what he, are we? Here's what. Here's my things, and you're probably just gonna shit all over it. Um, can't wait. Really hard to first off to even see the show. It's so goddamn dark. 
it's really hard to tell anybody apart because they all look the exact same. How many Amons uh. and Aegons and Aegons or Aerons <laughs> are there? And they continue to say these names. And, like, for me to keep track of these people that I just got introduced to that didn't really have any backstory, like, it's hard. Not to mention that um, I mean, Damon fucks his sister when she's, like, 12. That was hard to watch. Uh, niece. Um, what? His niece. His they niece. don't actually have sex. It's really graphic. And he that tries, was, that though. Was, yeah. He, she tries, too. And then it's just like, oh, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, which I know this is the show, like Jamie and uh, That's Cersei, the book, right? Cersei, yeah. But, like, she was young. Like, it was just weird. Um, and I just felt like it was so much drama and so little action. Like, it was like I was watching a soap opera um, of characters I didn't know about or really connect with. And... I honestly could hardly tell them apart. Um, so I just, I could, it took me a little bit to get into it and I finally did get into it and I just got bored with the drama. It was so much of just the politics and I wanted more action. When there was action, it was cool, but I've seen dragons. I wanted more. I think that the coolest part of it was, uh, what was it? The, the crab feeder or whatever that guy. Yep. Um, that was my only part that I really enjoyed was when they were going through the yeah. islands, and Damon was a badass in that piece. And I did like Damon the whole time. I thought he was the heart of the show, and he should be, and he was the coolest part. But outside him, I just couldn't get into it. The uh, actor from The Crown. He's in a lot of stuff. He's in Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, in The Crown. In, uh, Morbius. Morbius. <laughs> in, in, in The Crown, he plays a character that's pretty much Damon, but older. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, mm. he, he plays the prince, and he's just, like, disgruntled and... You know, royal and better than everybody, but like yeah. pissed off. You know, like he's like perfect casting for for Damon. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Go ahead. I have similar. I I think the the biggest issue for me was the politics, and I and I know that's probably the book at two T, but the the problem is trying to follow it and then getting aggravated in a way that I'm like, can this is not logical to do these things like a common person or a uh, even a king or queen is just like, dude, calm down. You know, like, it doesn't you make it more difficult than it needs to be, I think, mm -hmm. at times. And so I just felt like it was hard to keep up with it and be excited about any one character as well. Um, like, I definitely was feeling the whole, uh, I'm, I'm going to get all their names wrong, so I'm not even going to yeah. try. But uh, the, point, exactly. the the 12-year-old the girl who's... Rhaenyra. 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 And I felt like, I was like, okay, I'm getting excited about her because she's jumping in on the dragon and she's going to be this like absolutely badass, you know, no kids fighting. And then she winds up being a mom and kids. And then it's all about who's going to be the king and who's going to be, you and she know, she was banging this, this dude. And like, they fast forward, what, 10 years, 20 they skip yeah. 10 years. And then she's banging this dude that did we know who he was before that? Or was he, no, he's like some kind of guard or something. He came right? in during Someone's the transition. Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw that she was like, in the in the eyes of like that society, promiscuous. You yeah, know? she was like smashing oh, yeah. like her white king's knight. guard. Yeah. You know? he was. And I then, mean, yeah, I get, I see it. <laughs> what? Expand on that, Jordan. He's a good looking guy. He's a good looking. Guy. <laughs> he's honorable, <laughs> and he's honorable. Yeah, and he's very funny and super smart. No, um, his wit was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think that they showed that like she was, you know, she was down, and then they fast forward, and it turns out that you know she had kids that didn't look like. Targaryens but anyway go ahead continue yeah um I think that I just got lost in that you know and I, I flew through Lord of the Rings because obviously that's I read all those books I'm into that stuff and uh, I was hoping this is so interesting yeah bro. I just like, I struggled I definitely struggled I just thought it would be more dragons more action like Jordan saying less politics I know it says politics in the description <laughs> but I'm like give me a break you know and I, I it was hard to like love one character or follow one character 
Um, there are times where you just hate all of them. Yeah. This, you're like, I just hate all of them. Yeah, they so, I mean, they all definitely yeah. have their flaws. Yeah, so it's like a, a, a definitely a family feud within, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. I think I think that was probably the hardest part for me. And, and uh, I mean, visually it looked, you know, for me it was okay. It wasn't the bad. The dragons looked great and CGI looked great. But yeah. just, I mean, it was really dark. Fat budget. Yeah. yeah. So I just think I struggled with, with that. So Wow. Yeah. Okay, so... I'm just going to go ahead and, like, say, like, whatever, like, I need to say up front. They have to follow the, the books. books. Yeah. Like, they have to follow the story. Yep. So, they, 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 the Targaryens have to look alike, mm -hmm. you know. And they, they, they already have character names. Yeah. So, like, they can't just ch change that. Um, I watched uh, House of Dragon and Lord of the Rings, like, simultaneously, where, like, I would, like, mm -hmm. episodes, each one would come out yeah. in a week, and I'd, like, watch one and then watch the other, you know, like, just, mm -hmm. like, kind of, like, going back. One was, back like, Friday, like one was, that. like, Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. And I would always, like, find time on, like, a Wednesday. Yeah, you know, yeah. Catch up on both of them. One was happy, one was sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I found myself, like, and this was a really interesting experience to do it like this, mm -hmm. to do it the back-to-back, -back, because I found myself feeling like I wasn't enjoying the high fantasy as much as I thought I would. Like, I, I felt like the magic and the wizard and Sauron and, like, all that stuff, I was feeling like it felt like Kitty to me almost. And I felt like House of Dragon had characters that I believed could be real. Like, their motivations felt real to me. Their, like, flaws felt real. Their, you know, quirks. Like, everything just felt more, like, down to the, the ground. And I feel like that's been, like... Game of Thrones, like, kind of calling card. But when pit, pitted, like, you know, directly against, like, Lord of the Rings, I found myself gravitating more towards that story than the Lord of the Rings story um, for that reason. And I was actually surprised by that. Like, I literally have the Sword of the King on my wall upstairs. Mm -hmm. I also have, you know, Longclaw. But, yeah. um, <laughs> so that was interesting to me. Um, I think that Rhaenyra's sucks bad. Yeah. Like, especially as a kid. Like, I felt so bad for Viserys. I was like, which is her dad. I was like, dude, this guy is literally trying. He's trying to be the best he's dad. He's trying so hard. <laughs> he's like, he's murdering his wife. He's trying to be a really good <laughs> yeah, dad. Yeah, I mean, well, he didn't. He, he just said, you know, don't save her. But, like, <laughs> he's not the best guy. But I also just felt like as a father to her, he was really trying. Like, he oh, cared. Yeah. And he backed he her, was, like, like through and through. He's backing her like he never betrayed her. Mm -hmm. And she was just such a shitty kid, bro. Yeah. Like, she was just like, you know, whatever, I'm... I'm going to do my own thing and I'm just going to cause all this chaos. And it was like, dude, why, what are we doing? And also Damon, like, come on, if you're Viserys, like you probably should have just cut that dude's head off. That guy a was a while ago, fucking, dog, yeah, a while. Cool. Your patience for that guy is nuts. You just let him have sex with your daughter. Basically. Like oh, what is happening now? I know that's weird, but in the books, the Targaryens are traditionally incestual. So like incest is on, I, Unfortunately, the incest isn't what turned me off. <laughs> it was the age unfortunately, difference. Yeah. Unfortunately. I'm used to it in this series. Like, yeah. I'm not, ex not expecting yeah. that. It's just the age difference made me really uncomfortable. Like, I've never seen that. I mean, maybe she's in real life older than 15, but she's... No, she's like 23. Yeah, she looked yeah. 15. Yeah, she looks young. And she's playing a young character. Right. So, I, I hear you. That That's weird. Um, And then, like, I, I think it's always weird to, like, watch a character grow up. You know what I mean? Like, in, like you like in the show, you watch her be super young, and then like in the same season, even you like are watching her like as a grown up in sex scenes and stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah, fucking weird, man. You know? So yeah, they pull no punches on that. I just, I guess, like I don't really have any like real. Like I, I think all your criticisms are fair. I just think personally, I gravitated towards like the story that I felt was more 
was closer to the ground. So it's better sense. than Rings of Power in your mind, but you don't necessarily think it's great, or you do think it's great. No, yeah, I, I, that's accurate. I think it's better than Rings of Power. I was kind of disappointed in Rings of Power, to be honest. Like I didn't love it, but yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I thought Rings of Power was better than that, so I enjoyed it more. But I don't, either way, I think both are kind of letdowns for me. Yeah, I, I think that, like, but I will say, like, both shows have are in a position to, like, be great. Like, I think in seasons two and three, like, they both are in a position to, like, tell a really compelling story. Like, once we get into, like, yeah. war and more action and, like, those types of things. I also think it's hard to, I mean, not that I thought this was the case, but looking back on it, having a Game of Thrones story without White Walkers, there's just less intrigue. Like, the winter's not coming anymore. Now it's just... All right. We're now in. it's like pure political. Yeah, it's pure yeah. politics. Like yeah. that whole creature feature coming like from the back door, like the entire show, like kept me waiting, you know, kept, yeah. me, kept me interested. So yeah, that's something to do too. Yeah. Do you guys want to touch on like the criticism that both shows have gotten for like their yeah, I do, uh, ethnicity choices and casting choices? Oh, I didn't yeah. know about that. Let's hear it. Cause I, oh, I did so, hear, I did hear I some can stuff. Set the context. But, so basically, um, in House of Dragon, there's like been big criticism on the um, they're not Targaryen, the house that is like ruler of the seas. Oh, the Valyrians, Valyrians, Valyrians. Yeah, so they're all black in in House of Dragon with yeah. like white dreads and shit. Like, and in the books, clearly they're not like that. So that was like a like a oh. uh, HBO choice, I think, to like add diversity to the cast like everybody doesn't have to look like a targaryen was that the dude from walking dead that had the freaking tiger like that no no okay no and then um in rings of power there's like a bunch of ethnicity choices mainly like there's like black elves Uh, dwarves too and black dwarves yeah and you know women dwarves even yeah um and that like a lot of people are pissed about that because elves are supposed to be White and blonde, you know, blah, blah, redheads, blah. Yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys, what do you guys think? I, I don't think even. I Did you even, even notice that? I didn't it even notice. Like you didn't it. even notice I noticed that. it, but I didn't. I mean, it's I didn't notice cool. it at all. I mean, I didn't think it was bothersome, but I'm not a purist. Like yeah. The I, angry guys in their mom's basement. I mean, the dwarf women. They don't even discuss them in the books. Like, it's not even. They they just say they're ugly. That's what they say. Like, there's no like color or anything. So the fact that they added, you know, uh, a black woman, which is didn't even I didn't even pay attention. I was like, oh, maybe it's you know, just a, a mm-hmm. just a what they are. And then, um, I mean, the elves mixture is I know is is different. They're all supposed to be you know tall. I thought that guy you're talking about like the guy the main I can't remember his name, but he was like the ranger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just thought he was like a proper looking elfish. I he had that, elfish features. Even though he was black, he looked like yeah. I, I mean, I, an elf I, would in my. So even, did you like? Did you pause at any mo- point and be like, "Oh, that's a black elf"? Interesting. No. No. Really? None of that. Fucking wild. Yeah. Not even in game. I, I since not reading the books for games, I just thought that was normal. The, I guess I just didn't know that wasn't a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I hated it, dude. We got to keep the blacks out. <laughs> <laughs> Not the hill I thought you'd die on, but all right, here we are. Yeah. Uh, I'm joking, obviously. I'm, I am black. Please get that in there. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I'll say this about Rings of Power specifically. I love Lord of the Rings. I've watched all the mm-hmm. movies. I'm a huge fan. Read the books. Have a yeah. sword on my wall. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like into it like in a big way. Uh I've never seen a black character in Lord of the Rings or mm-hmm. read a black character nope. in Lord of the Rings ever. Never. And I grew up with it. So there's a bit of nostalgia coming into play here. Yeah. But when I saw that that black elf, 
I mean, I'm 32, so it's not like it changed my life, but it, it definitely, I it, it gave me pause, and I was like, damn, dude, if I would have seen this as a kid, I think it would have, like, been re- a really cool experience for me. Like, I would have been like, oh, like, somebody that looks like me, because yeah. he kind of looks like me. Well, you know, we're well. both like fucking jacked and like <laughs> can shoot an arrow through an arrow at 300 yards. Like Moving we're basically on. the same character. Moving so on. they based a character on me in Lord of the Rings finally. And Moving I was on. like, yeah, man, like I, um, there was like an identity thing that happened where I was like, you know, that's super dope. Like I've always loved the shows. I've always loved the movies. I've never seen myself in any, any part of it. And I think there's a little bit of like, uh, I don't want to say degrading, but like, there's like, there's like an undertone of like. I can't be part of this type of thing, like a, a disclusion, we can call it, maybe. Sure. And so I think that, like, for people that criticize it, um, con- sh- consider sure. consider kids that are able to see themselves in these heroes. Yeah. Just 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 stop for a second and let let let's consider that and let's think maybe that's worth it. And maybe I, that's worth I it. I think it absolutely and, is. And, 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 and also. Shut the fuck up. There it is. Thank shut you. the fuck. Like, shut <laughs> yeah. up, bro. God. Like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. It's a goddamn so troll. So I man. think it's I think it's great. Um and yeah, man, I, I love that they did it. Yeah. And I think that if you don't like that they did it, then God, get a life. Yeah. Like, turn off the pod. Get off yeah. your ass and start living life a little bit. Because yeah, I mean, we're seeing it everywhere now, which is great. I mean, yeah. we're gonna talk about Black Black Panther and some of that changes in there, which is pretty awesome and there's a lot to talk about so um, before we move on though i do want to talk about black raven okay oh we forgot about the beer <laughs> forgot about the beer so this is what started the entire Festivus. conspiracy at the beginning of the episode because um i was going i can't wait to see if you're going to include that i was going with the theme of the blacks in this episode. <laughs> oh god and like i said before it's just like Jack Black, they call that family probably the Blacks. Actually, probably, they probably, they don't. probably don't, but they could, <laughs> and it wouldn't be offensive. Is what I'm trying to say. I don't even know if that's his actual real name. I take zero offense to that, and that's no. what I'm trying to say. God, so I can't get through this. We're drinking from Black Raven Brewing, which originated in Redmond, Washington, uh, back in '09, and uh, in in 2019 they um, they opened up a major warehouse in Woodenville, which is now their flagship. Which have you been there, by the way? The Black no. Raven Brewing. It's freaking awesome. Is it? Yeah, great food. Bunch of grinders. Um, so uh, Zach and I are drinking. Jared, did you want one? I didn't even offer. No, I'm alright. Thank you. Though. Didn't think so. Uh, <laughs> we're drinking the Festivus Pale, which is the holiday limited release. This uh, is a pale, brewed with orange peels, Northwest cranberries. Ooh, orange peels. Galangal root. No, that from no, like nothing. No idea what that. No, is. no idea. And a melange of festive spices. So we've been sipping on it for a while now, Zach. What are your thoughts? I'm I'm surprised it's a pale. I I kind of wish I could. Uh, pour it. Um, mm-hmm. We're drinking out of a can, which is not normally how I drink beers, but it it tastes like a almost like a stout. Like I, I feel like it's thick and um, it's very like bold. Like it's lo- got a lot of flavor. Yeah. Normally, pails are like lighter in color, and even just looking at it, like the color on the can, it looks darker than than a pale. So I'm inter- I'm, I'm surprised it's a pale, but I, I think like if you're I don't love that it's a surprise to me that it's a pale, to be honest. Like, I feel like if I'm going to buy a pale, like, I want to, like, get what I think a pale should be, which is, like, lighter, kind of more sessionable. Um, but I, I do like this beer. I think I would like it more if they were like, this is a thick boy, and just get ready for it. Brace yourself. Buckle up. 
Is that um, what you tell yourself every time I come over? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking softball. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I like it. I like it, but it is a bit of a surprise that it's a pale. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I knew it was a pale, so that surprise wasn't going to catch me off guard. I think that it was. But does it taste like a pale to you, though? It tastes like a holiday pale. Like, it's a winter beer. It's a winter pale. You know, a winter pale. Yeah, it's okay. a festivist. It's the holiday edition. So, you know, winter's going to have the spices, the little bit heavier. I do like the flavor of it, though. Like, it's supposed I'm, to keep yeah. you warm in the cold weather, which, speaking of which, why is the window up and down here? This episode is brought to you by our friends and family at Action City Comics, who have been with us from the very beginning. Love you guys. Uh, they have our picture up on the wall in there from 2000 and whenever. That's how long they've been with us. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. And uh, if anybody wants to know where that you can look for them on Instagram, Facebook, they got a new Facebook group coming out where you can do auctions, exclusive books. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we love them to death and we appreciate them. So Federal Way, Washington. Go say hi to my best friend, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Love you, Action City. And we're back and we are going to talk Black Adam and Zach is coming hot with his opinion of this movie and he wanted to take pretty much the whole segment to discuss it. So Zach, what are your thoughts on Black Adam? Let's hear it. Um, I think um, Black Adam was fantastic. I, I think that The Rock is um, very jacked. Uh, <laughs> they didn't even have to put pads in his suit. Yeah. Interesting take. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just real big. He's a big guy. Yeah. And I think that like they do this glistening thing with his skin. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's natural or Photoshop. Right, so JR, like we're co- gonna, like we're coconut gonna oil, like coconut Zach, oil. I think he's got some cocoa butter on. And, <laughs> cocoa and butter. Honestly, Zach wasn't able to uh, see the movie this time, but um, JR and I got a chance to yeah. to watch The Rock uh, and smell what he was cooking. So, <laughs> wow, JR, I wanted you to go first on this because I have my opinions. But yeah. What were your thoughts on Black Adam and 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 also? You know, you are the comic book expert, so go yeah. into some detail on Black Adam's story a little bit, maybe. Yeah, so uh, there is some, obviously there are differences, because they always do differences, but I, I think one of the main thing is is he was a slave. He was actually, I think, an Egyptian slave, um, and became... Yeah, where was this country, by the way? I don't even know. It was made up. Okay. <laughs> That's got to be as made up. Because I'm so bad at geography, I thought that it was That made up. <laughs> the, the cool thing I, I liked was, it is kind of like a history. I love history stuff. I love ancient stuff, so it kind of had that feel to it. Um... And I think uh, Black Adam is obviously the champion of the wizards, you know, the Council of Wizards. Like Shazam. Like Shazam. So what's the difference between the two? The Between the two is... is one's good and one's bad? That's Black pretty, Adam's supposed to be good, though. Yeah, so here's here's what... You, if you watch Shazam or you read the book, Shazam, what, they, they pick this person and to be the champion, and it's got to have all these values, right? And so they they made a mistake with Black Adam because he was a slavery. He brought his people together, and he you know he was able to bring up uprising, you know, and but they didn't realize how angry he was. Mm. And I don't remember it being if you watch the movie, uh, the father of a of a of a son die. I I thought it was more of just pure anger and pure you know hatred. And so I remember when we did the Shazam episode, you told us a story on Black Adam. I think, and I think it was his son was supposed to be the champion, and then he killed his son and took the power. I think for, it, him, for his own. Or something yeah. Like so that. it wasn't like such a nice you know. They, so what I think they wanted to do for the movie was it's hard to see the Rock as a villain. Yeah. And so I think they geared it towards almost like a anti-villain with you know if you're watching Venom or anything like that. And so. I think that, that anti-hero, anti-hero. So I think that's what they um, they did with this one because I I 
it, the, he's super evil. It was a dark origin story yeah, originally. Yeah, super me, evil. Like, they send him into space, you know, for a billion million, and he's always trying to fly back, you know, because um, he has to give up the Shazam. He never becomes part of a team, you know, other than, like, the anti-Justice League that he does one time um, in the book called Justice, by the way, if you're going to read a book. Um, and so... It was just, I think they kind of swatched that around a little bit and made him uh, anti-hero. So in the books, is he like more straight villain? Straight villain. Okay. Murder. And, and in the movies, he's an, he's like a, eh, maybe, Yeah, they maybe. made him a murder. He murdered a lot of people. He murdered a lot of pe- yeah. people, but I think they also gave him the opportunity to switch it around. Like, we need you to fight the devil. Because it... I thought the movie was like, oh, this is going to be the end. I'm like, this is the end? Like, he's was, already in he prison? I thought it was end like, over like a couple times. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so then they brought the, the, you know, the hell demon or whatever. And they're like, we need you. Karak or yeah. whatever. Karak. 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 Yeah. So. Karak's the Diddy brand. Never mind. Um, but yes, I mean, Black Adam is, is super evil, murderous, revengeful, was a slave, you know, wanted to rule you know, mm-hmm. people, these are our slave, you know, so. Yeah, so so what did you think? I th- like, That's I, like the comic background. Sure, what did I, you think? I enjoyed the movie. Um, I didn't, like, enjoy it to where I would give it a, a like, a, anything above a, a seven. I'd probably give it a seven at the max, um, only mm-hmm. because it is kind of action-packed, so it really does fly by. It is kind of a shorter movie, um, and I think what made me laugh was the rock expression stayed the same the whole entire movie. And I think that was on purpose because yeah. there was a scene where he gets like thrown to the ground and like getting stomped on and his face is exactly the same. Like nothing, nothing's happening. Yeah. Hmm. And He's I think, for yeah. Sure. And I think he did a great job of playing black. Ad- like I believed him as black Adam. Like I believed that, you know, he could, you know, fight Superman, which Superman did show up, which was pretty amazing. Spoiler it's- alert. He's the Spoiler. After credit scene. They're saying basically join us or, or else like the justice society. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm not going to join anyone, and there's nobody on this planet that can stop me. And she goes, well, we can call somebody that's not on this planet. And she goes, send everyone you got. And then all of a sudden, Superman shows up. And it's Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, he just quit The Witcher. Yep. Yep. To re- to play Superman again. Yep. R.I.P. Which he's been trying to do for freaking ever. Yeah, Come it's back. been a while. So yeah. he looked pretty good, though. That's a pretty good-looking dude, actually. Yeah. So the story was kind of interesting because you they, they started off with, like, the – history of how black Adam came to be. And then throughout the movie, that history you find out is actually incorrect. And it was one person's interpretation of how he became to be. Yes. Mm. And they keep changing it and changing it. And then you find out it was actually his son that was nominated champion. Was the actual, and his yeah. son was the actual one with like the heart of a hero and was uniting the slaves. And he was just his son's protector, his dad, exactly. but he was angry and he was interesting. And then he, he was dying and his wife died and he was dying and his son gave him the Shazam powers to save him. Oh. And right after he did that, he was shot with an arrow and killed. So then The Rock was pissed, and he had these powers, and mm-hmm. he was just a vengeful motherfucker after that and killed everyone. And then wow. the wizards put him away because he was obviously the wrong champion. Mm-hmm. And then he gets brought back from by accident, kind of, and now he's loose. And the Justice Society gets sent in to essentially obtain him yeah. and put him back to rest because mm-hmm. he's too much of a, a weapon. And at the same time, there's this crown that's a demon power crown that whoever, like this family bloodline wears it, they can burn the world essentially. And so, yeah, all this is going on. My, I, my favorite part was probably the Justice Society. And I think that Hawkman was amazing. Hawkman and Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate. Yeah. Fucking. I watched, so I watched Wakanda Forever on Friday. 
and I watch Black Adam on Saturday. And the contrast between Marvel and DC has never been more evident in back-to-back watching those films. Yeah. Um, but of the weekend, I got to say, probably my two favorite characters in all the movies were Hawkman and Dr. Fate. Yeah. I think that they were so badass. And the guy that played Hawkman, Carter, I know we've seen him before, but this was Hawkman's first appearance yes. in DC. And I know I've seen the actor before. He was Marlo in, in The Wire, but um, just badass. And Pierce Brosnan was Dr. Fate. And Dr. Fate is essentially DC's Dr. Strange. Yes. I'm gathering. Yep. So yeah. His story is awesome, and his character was just yeah. very cool. Um, so I thought that the characters, like usually my bash on DC is fucking characters suck. It's mm-hmm. all action. The characters were actually pretty good in this one. Now, there's still a little kitty. Um, they added that. that element, I think, yeah. Yeah, um, but it was also very gruesome. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Especially the end. The action, I mean, I don't know what it is with DC and slow motion battle scenes, but they just can't. Yeah. They can't not do it. That's true, yeah. I'm here for it. Uh, Compared it to Wakanda, which was like, whew, on some of that. Fast yeah. go, go, yeah. Um, I, I, I think it was exactly what I expected, but I but I say that I, I go in with low expectations, but it, it might have been a little better than I expected. I didn't love it. Um, I thought there was just, there was a lot of weird, cheap, cheap writing, I think. The puns um, were weird. The puns were weird, but like, for instance, in the very beginning when she has to find this crown and in this country where these what was the uh the bad government called i can't the they're like a mercenary yeah they're looking for this crown right and they're like there for 26 years yeah looking for this crown in the desert and she drives up to this cave that has a wide opening and walks into this castle <laughs> and it's just floating right there and it was like yeah oh, for 26 years they couldn't find this fucking crown that they're mining in the wrong spot <laughs> found like that's very interesting to me that seems like the mummy uh, yeah or um, indiana jones there's also another piece uh, that didn't make sense to me, but actually came around to make sense was mm. when he had that attorney in force field. Mm. And then right before he kills the kid, he opens it and yeah. lets the rock in. Yeah. I thought that was bullshit, but then you find out he wanted to die. Yeah. So that was, that was yep. nice to me. But the other two parallels that really just separated the two from Marvel to DC was, and we'll talk about Wakanda forever, but how they strategically put a plan together to fight Namor. Mm-hmm. And in Black Adam, they just like, all right, you're badass too, so just go fight him power on power. And yeah. it's just like, get mad. And he, like, there was just no strategy. They just fucking, ah, electricity and fire. And eventually he gets so mad he rips his head in half. And like, yeah. that's, that's how it, hmm. how it happens. I so. will tell you though, like, the Hawkman, that is Hawkman to the T. Just pure rage He's and a savage. Does that. not even go, he just straight bashes people with his mace. Like, it was, uh, He's like, you can't be stopped. I mean, uh, Black Adam's so much stronger. I mean, Black Adam's like Superman. He really yeah. is, right? Oh, he so, is. Yeah. And so uh, he's going Invincible. in there, and he's getting the crap beat out of him. He's coming back, and the actor did an amazing job with with his yelling and his screaming. He's like, I'm, you know, in his mace and um, about to get his wings broken off. And so it was pretty... Uh, I mean, I Dr. Faye said, if we do this, you're going to die. Yeah, and so he did saw, He did a little it, tweak. Not afraid you know, of death. He did a little bit of a Doctor Strange move, right? Which he did a little sick. tweak. Yeah. Um, and uh, next thing you know, um, you know, Hawkman's holding the Dr. Fate uh, helmet. But So Dr. Fate's background, is that pretty accurate? Is that, pre- yeah. Was the helmet possess him? Or? Yes, it's the, the helmet gets to choose who Dr. Fate... So Dr. Fate's died, I think, multiple times. And so he's you know been able to come back and uh, help and help Superman because Superman is not very good with magic. Like That's like his weakness, yep. apparently. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so um, there are times where he's come back and he's had to help actually Superman and mm. uh, come from an astral plane and he lives in this tower out in the middle of... Um, he, I, 
I, I could remember if it, if he was like Merlin at some point or, you know, so, but he's involved in that because he's old, you know. I looked up his backstory briefly when I was watching the movie because I was like, this Dr. Fate guy is badass. And like Naboo was who made him Dr. Fate. Some, mm. some character named Naboo who's yeah. like an ancient uh, celestial um, and like kind of made him his like, basically his soldier and like to do his bidding. Yeah. Um, and he, he sounds like he goes crazy a little bit with like the helmet possessing him and yeah, he, he can see the future and he can't, like, he's always isolated from yeah. everybody. And so, yeah, he like so he goes into different kind of dimensions, different planes. And so he's always been, you know, the one to kind of been, he's kind of like the hermit of the group, you know, mm-hmm. he's kind of on his own. Yeah. yeah. Can you guys talk more about the, cause like I, I obviously haven't seen the movie, but I, I when I, found out that the rock was cast as uh black adam yeah. i was stoked because i feel like out of all the actors that get cast for heroes i mean he's he literally looks like an action figure so yeah. i feel like it's like this is like perfect for him and he should have been in comic book movies a yeah. while ago and this is it do you feel like after watching it that like Black Adam is a staple character here to stay. The Rock's going to be in these movies for a while, or do you feel like? Because it kind of sounds to me like he might have been overshadowed by like his B roll characters. Like, how do you feel like The Rock did playing Black Adam? I think that if you want an emotionless weapon, did did he do that on? Was that like an acting decision that he did? Like no emotion. Or, do you, like, is that the character? Like, the that's character the, has no emotion? So, if, that's definitely the character, but it, the character's more... Um, Emotionless evil. Yeah, and it, he also, when he talks, too, he's kind of, like, an arrogant, like, almost, you know, because he has, like, an accent. Like, he's supposed to have, like, an Egyptian accent, you know, where he yeah. has that, like, or African, you know, kind of like that era. And so, obviously, The Rock didn't have that because no one's expecting The Rock I would love to And he wasn't try. even going to try. No. <laughs> he was like, you know what? Not doing that. <laughs> And so he kind of has that like arrogance to him. Uh, I did not feel that with The Rock. I didn't feel the arrogance. I felt the. Uh, it was a little bit of like, no one can stop me. No, I just. Do. But it wasn't like coming out of him, like, uh, as I guess, say, acting. It was coming more out of the fact that he just floats everywhere. He doesn't walk. He walks through doors. I think they had to do that. I think they had to, like, okay, how can we make this guy be arrogant? Because uh, I don't know if The Rock could. Could see, do it. see, I disagree with you there a little bit because I do think he was arrogant. I think he was like every time somebody stepped to him, he goes, "You know how it's going to end. Like you don't even want to try and step this." But like th- they kept saying he was so angry, and I never felt anger from him. Like oh. I felt like the explosion scenes yeah. when he shot electricity out, like he would like yell. His but, eyes would turn bright, like radiant. Yeah, but he never seemed like angry. He was just always like stoic, and maybe he had it bottled up inside, and then he released it. But like I would like to see more. I don't think The Rock can play like angry. I mean, he can play cocky. He's the fucking rock. That's all he does. Is yeah, keeps yeah. Going that's basically well, his entire It did character. remind me. That's what I'm saying. It reminded me of like the it was rock. basically the rock. Yeah, it reminded me of like he's not like you know saying can you smell it or can you. But none of that. But the rock was always very witty. Though. None of that heartfelt wit. None of that no. heartfelt wit whatsoever. It's just like cocky. So rock. just a worse version. Yeah. Of the rock with with superpowers. Yeah. That's un- so fucking unfortunate. Yeah. Like, I wonder yeah. if that was like his acting decision, or if that was like I don't know what the script called for. Like, I like who's uh, who taught whose him English. Fault is that also because he was from five thousand years ago, and then he wakes up and he's speaking perfect English with this kid. Well, I think the part of the magic is they're uh, able to, uh, if I remember right, he magic can, trumps also. I guess something. he can yeah. figure yeah. it. Magic, like, bro. Magic. Don't so. worry about it. Magic. Gotcha. So <laughs> is is Black Adam going to come around for a Shazam movie? So it's supposed to, right? So I think he's supposed to. I think think they're gonna try and redo because um what's his face took over dc now uh the director of guardians of the galaxy um oh james gunn james, james gunn. gunn took over 
And so it, he said he How wanted to evaporate. DC to James Gunn I didn't know if I and, knew and not Snyder, dude. Yep, he took over. And so I think oh, wild. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is, is this decision-making? Yeah, him and someone else took wow. over. Snyder's probably freaking he hell, He has to be very bro. difficult to work with. People must not. They yeah. just don't like him. I did, he must be because, I, I mean, his, his vision's great. But... Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, if you like to watch him masturbate for six hours, <laughs> I think that. I, I uh, loved it. <laughs> 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 Absolutely, I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely got to come around to Shazam. I don't know how they're going to work in Superman because the Justice League is definitely broken right now. I mean, the, Ben Affleck's not trying to act in that shit, and can't use Rob, Bobby Pats because it's a whole yeah, different. It's a whole different. Role. And um, Gal Gadot said three movies only. You know, this is what we're talking about with DC. Like they have like all these iso- like siloed, like you put it, siloed. Stuff stories that could be great together but there's no way of really connecting them whoever's making the decisions in dc is a is a jerk off that well, he got to get he got fired did he get fired or maybe, resigned maybe resigned. james gunn is gonna do what we all know he DC can't do any do. worse we know that so. yeah because like like i said i mean there's there's so much potential and and like really i think what dc is lacking is like a centralized vision and, yeah and and a uniting force that like marches all of these things together yeah like and 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 again don't be Marvel, be DC, but be more organized because you you're everywhere, bro. You're all over the place and it's a mess. Yeah, stay stay with your your darkness. Like the the fact that yeah. they're still they're still a little too kitty for me. Um, like there's the darkness because people die, but like they're still like we have to give him the the crown so we can save my son. If you give him the crown, he'll burn the world. But he's my son. It's like okay, I, like. Yeah. Make it more real. Don't make it so yeah. fucking Disney in a way. Yeah. And the kid thing was off too. Like he saved the whole kid. Th- oh, I was drinking some water. Uh, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Uh, and I'm back. At the um, the kid thing was off a little bit. It was annoying because he then he started like doing a skateboard everything. around. He's like fighting fucking zombies with his skateboard. Yeah, like, which this is why this they is changed Simpson. that story to have his son be the martyr in. You know, the yeah, so he world. felt for the son. Yeah, and... which was annoying because he's not going to feel for the son. I mean, in when he fights uh, Shazam, he's trying to kill Billy Batson. <laughs> like, he's trying to squeeze the life out of a kid. Yeah, and that's... that's So I think that is my... Maybe, like, besides, like, the story holes and the lack of creativity in the battles, like, the fact that they didn't lean into Black Adam being evil. Like, yeah. They made him... They try to do gray. He, keep him alive. I think they're trying to do a franchise. Should be called Gray Adam. Gray Adam. Because he's not one side or the other. And like they kind of even. Oh, portray- he's not part of the blacks anymore. No, <laughs> nope, just Black Panther and Black Raven <laughs> and Jack Black. Apparently, uh, I, I think that they could really get something out of that, making the Rock a villain. But yeah, they're not going to do it. Yeah, and they're trying to get money. They're trying to make it a franchise. It's like I that's think they're not, trying to make it a franchise. Like, like do what you did with fucking Batman. Yeah. Make that darkness real. Yeah. Like, that's a real darkness. What's wild, too, is that they've had a success. Like, they've seen success. Mm-hmm. They've won, like, Oscars. Yeah. They've won Oscars with Joker. And, like, I think uh, the Bobby Pat's Batman was, like, a, a great success, had great reviews. Like, they've, I feel like they, they like, have a track record of, of rolling out a certain formula that works really well for them. And yet, they're just like, you know what we need? Justice League. <laughs> and you know what rating? It should be PG. Let's, it's like, uh, let's try to do what Marvel did. Come on, guys. Like, it'll be fun. It's like, it's like somebody's mom drove up to the fucking table just, just in her minivan be and said, hey, be better, DC. I really like Joker, but like, my little Timmy, he didn't really enjoy it. And yeah. Timmy really likes colors and 
slow motion effects and like let's Timmy loves Powerpuff Girls. Can we do that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, man. So yes, I, I do think another swing and a miss from DC. Not terrible. What do you give it? Uh, you said it. seven tops. I said seven tops. I give it like a five point five. Oh, all right. Should we look it up, Rotten Tomato? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Oof, this is great for the listener. <laughs> I, so I don't think that it is a terrible movie. I was entertained. Um, I do think that that was mostly because of the Justice Society and specifically. Yeah. I love seeing those new characters. They did yeah, a great Hawk, job. Hawkman, All right, Fate. so 7, 5.5. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the t- tomato, the critic score is 40. <laughs> okay. Okay, so at least they know Super what they're doing. Super low. With. Audience score, 89. Ah. Jesus fucking Christ. Almost a 90. Audience that's, score. That's what, a, what a discrepancy that between is the so, critic score and the audience score. It's, I guess it's, it is entertaining. It. People love The Rock. You gotta yeah, love The Rock. They loved it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's action packed. It's not like it's not. I mean, it's it's action packed from the beginning to the end, and uh, you do get to see cool things. But, but it's but not creative action. It's not. I mean, it's, it's just straight up. It is kind of. The way he killed him made no sense. He's supposed to be invincible, yeah. and he just rips him in half because yeah. he's mad. Like, yeah. It's just like, what? the fuck that's crazy i just read like a synopsis of each review and it said like uh the critics were said that black adam is a wildly uneven letdown and then the audience review was black adam's one of the best dc movies dc's ever done jesus christ it's not better than shazam shazam was way better and i didn't like shazam so yeah that says a lot yeah Hello, Hopheads. We just want to take a quick moment to shout out our friends over at Hops Geek News. Hoppy Mommy and Mash have a podcast where they drink beer as well, and turns out they talk about nerd shit. So if you're enjoying this, you'll enjoy them. Uh, you can find them on the Hops News platform, anywhere you can find podcasts. And uh, I think when we went toe-to-toe to them in the nerd, battle, and they did, they did technically beat us, but like I kind of have a beef with that because... They removed Jr., who's part of our team. That's like, true. That's so it's true. like, why would you? Why were? Why are we tying an arm behind our? Like, of course you and me don't know what we're talking yeah. about. So like, it's been a story I got a beef with that. I feel like we need a rematch, and I think we should have Jr. Yeah, but. it wasn't that bad though. It was close. It was closer than we than we thought. It wasn't that bad. That's encouraging. We lost, <laughs> but we, we we it was close. This was supposed to be an ad spot for Hawks Geek News, and instead it's just a, a fucking challenge. Challenge. <laughs> challenge. We're throwing down the gauntlet. <laughs> so we'll Halloween see you back out there. Twenty twenty two. Matter of fact, don't even go fucking. Listen, guys. <laughs> Just stay right here. No, we love them. Love you guys. Check yeah. them out. And now, the moment we've all been waiting for. It's time for the main event in the left corner. In this corner, <laughs> we have Shiri. <laughs> um, Wakanda Forever. Yep. Can't wait. I can't wait for this. This is like the segment. It's full of action. It's full of heartache. Mm-hmm. Emotional roller coaster. It's a journey to find oneself and also let the past go. This is going to piss me off. <laughs> I left that theater reborn. <laughs> no, I want to talk about our experiences at the theater sure. first and yeah, then we go in the movie. So, my experience was Friday night, premiere night, uh, 9 p.m. I was drinking some wine with dinner and then I went to see the movie by myself. Nice. And I get there with a couple twisted teas in my pocket. Sure, snuck them in. And <laughs> sure. I sit in this row, ready to go, perfect view. It's like two up from the that middle break section, so I get a perfect view of the screen. I got one guy on my left that's probably, I don't know, maybe 16, 
like not, 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 not worried about that. But then I have this open space to my right. And so I'm about to crack a twisted tea. And all of a sudden this Karen with her two 10 year olds come and sit right next to me. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to her 10 year old son. And she, well, first off, if I'm being totally honest, I was sitting in their seat because I didn't want to sit right next to this guy. And there's three open seats. And he goes, yeah. I'm sorry, is this your seat? And so I was like, no, and I move nah, over. Nah, you had to, you had to do the, the walk of shame. Sit next to this guy, and then I get sit next to her ten year old son, and she's already talked to me, so I know she's looking at me because I'm sitting by myself in the movie theater on a Friday night. And <laughs> if I crack an alcoholic beverage next to her ten year old son, she's gonna fucking. You say think something. so? I don't know. I just I got that vibe. Wow. Um. So Dude, there's I there's no way, bro. Like, what would she know what it was? You, you should have seen this woman. Um. So. I went up to the front. the The front was wide open, and I went up to like the front, like two two in front of the back of the front row. And so I I got an okay view, but I was definitely a lot closer than I'd like to be. You sacrificed your full movie experience to drink this twist twisted tea, like in in comfort. First of all, it was two twisted teas, and second of all, I don't like sitting. If I have an option to sit spread out and like enjoy myself as opposed to like in between two people, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the closer option. Yeah, I just bro. like being comfortable. Thick boy through and through. Yeah. So uh, that was my viewing experience. But God damn it, I miss seeing a premiere with a full theater. Just the the crowd. That's so grad interaction. Yeah, like it Good makes you. you feel so much better. Yeah, and man. Obviously, at the end of the movie, everybody's clapping and doing yep. the freaking chest uh, <laughs> cross. At least I did. Um, <laughs> probably the only one. He stood up and did it. He's, he's like, everybody did it behind me, I'm sure. I turned around and just turned the eyes. We'll call it forever. <laughs> just crickets. But uh, no, I did, like I mentioned before in the episode, I saw this the night before I saw Black Adam. And Black Adam, I saw it at 3.50 p.m. on a Saturday. And there was me and probably eight other people in the, yeah. in the whole theater. Yeah. And at the end of that movie, somebody tried clapping and like looked around and nobody else was clapping. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just complete polar opposites. But that was my experience. Yeah, you wouldn't saw it. Uh, we saw it yesterday. Um, so it, for us, it was it was kind of like date night because obviously we got the first second time leaving the kid behind, which was pretty nerve wracking. The first time I was even worse, but the second time leaving the kid behind with my parents and stuff. So, um, but you know, we were I was expecting a lot of it. You know, I think uh, Wakanda Black Panther can actually be on its own. Doesn't even need to be part of the Marvel universe. I feel you know it's, they've done such a good job with the writing and the action. What a, what a like testament to the to to that particular franchise to say because i i think nobody would disagree with that and it's just very true like it could just be its own thing well man they they changed things in the right direction i feel like particularly from the storyline because when we read black panther years ago right we you were bad no one was really happy to see the oh my god wait wait zach gave it a pretty high rating (laughs) oh 10 years later here we go if i remember correctly decade (laughs) was it five stars sunshine or was it no one star trash can. I, that's I, don't, right. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, Coogler is just crushing it. I don't. I don't know if he knows what he's doing. He I, he does. He's got a great feel for it, and um, they. I mean, they they change things, right? They change some some cultural things. I think that's been very impactful. I mean, having the uh, Atlanteans basically be Mayan and makes total sense, right? Because that civilization disappeared, but obviously they disappeared with infections and being melted into other civilizations. Yeah. But Actually, having them disappear was pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and having that, like, I mean, the fact like that his, giving them like a, a perp, like where they went, basically. Right. Yeah. So kind of help with that, like you know, mystery and stuff like that. And um, having that, those actors are great. I mean, I think totally not talking about your theater experience, by the way. But yeah, this on. is part of the theater experience. <laughs> um, the theater experience. <laughs> Talk about the Mayans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I think being able to 
enjoy. I think part of the best part of Bayonetta Theater is the music, and I think Black Panther's music is always top notch. It hit. I mean, not just the the hard. Mu- yeah, not just the soundtrack, but we're talking about like the composed music, the score. Yeah, the score. I mean, it's so impactful, and being able to see that in a theater in the big white screen. There's my uh, theater. Uh, you know, impact, but um, yeah. I mean, I think. So you got twisted tees or white claws. We got. We went to the AMC theater in South Center, and it literally. Amber was like, "I'm fucking going all out," and she bought everything on the menu as possible. So it cost me like a thousand bucks to be in there, but um, worth it. <laughs> she had like the nugget bites. She had, you know, nice. Uh, what else? She, got I mean, some dibs. Got some Reese's pieces. She got Reese's. She just got Coke. the whole thing. You know, I I was getting icy and popcorn, but she's like, "I'm getting a hot dog. I'm getting nachos. Like I don't care. I've yeah. been cooped up." Yeah, I'm you know, into it. I'm into it. Um, nice. And so um, it was just kind of, it was great to be out there. It's great to, I guess, I mean, we, Doctor Strange and all those other ones were kind of disappointing. So I guess we, you know, kind of ruined our movie theater experience. Yeah. It's so been a that, while since I had a Marvel movie hit in theaters. It has been a while since it's been really good. So it was kind of, yeah. it's kind of, we were pretty excited for Wakanda, but yeah. 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 Uh, my our theater. Thanks for asking. My theater experience was. Uh, uh, you were up next. You were. Ne- I was gonna uh, say it. It's a round table. <laughs> Just gonna pull a Jordan card here. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. I mean, we uh, we went together, obviously, and um, we go to the, we. I'm a, I'm a member of uh, Cinemark Reserve. Oh, nice. by the way, going to the movies with Zach now, it's a ridiculous experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have, to get, mean, I'll have to get on on that. I haven't been able to. Yet. Don't worry. They know me here. <laughs> they sit down. You and roll up to the I red like carpet. I give you a ticket and it's like for free. Like, no, I got, he I holds, got you. He I'll holds get you eye in. contact with you the whole time. He reclines his chair. <laughs> and then presses the call button for the server. <laughs> Sir, we'll have a number so six. Bougie, we'll have a number six with the end. You still have the orange pail? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> please bring the orange pail on glass. ice. On ice. Chill yeah. glass, please. Just it's glass. just like, good Lord, man. Go on, sir. Uh, yeah anyway so uh yeah dude i you know just went to a regular theater uh yeah i'm <laughs> it's I, a cool experience i, I yeah i mean i i'm a member of a movie theater and i uh went with my wife and uh i love going to the movies like i i invest in it like because i love it so much yeah. and um we don't get to go that often obviously now that we have luther so it's always a, a really cool experience for me especially because like i think one of the things i love the most about going to the movies is uh, Alicia's engagement like to be honest with you like I feel like this might sound like weird but like whenever I'm watching a movie and mine too I think like I'm d- definitely guilty of this but when it's at home like it's so easily you get so easily distracted oh yeah like you, you know you pull your phone out you're texting yeah. like you're doing whatever you know like you might go like grab something like it's just so easy to like not be in it and engaged but yeah. when you're in the theater it's like put your phone away lights down sound is up like it's not like oh can you turn this down it's a loud part like you want to feel the like the big action like chair you know? vibrating and, yeah yeah and then at the end like because basically you're just like dead focused on this experience like you get to just take it all in for everything it is and then you get to like just sit with that and talk about it. like i i think that that's the focus is super red the focus is super red for me yeah, i get that um so yeah i mean uh, yeah, I mean, my, my movie experience was, was really rad. Um, I love the theater I go to, and uh, I love that we were just keyed in on it. Because this is the movie to be focused on, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. So I think we should get into, like, the actual movie. Yeah, I agree. I think that, so, I'll be fully honest, I, I lost track or I forgot some of the incidents when Killmonger was involved in the we first We watched one. Black Panther before, by I the way. I wish I would have. 
because I forgot all the damage he had done to the, to Wakanda. Yeah. Um, burning like a, the burning the herb. heart-shaped herbs. Like, I totally forgot about that, and that was huge in this. And, I mean, we can fast-forward this, or we can get to it now, but how hard were you when Michael B. made an appearance towards the end of that movie? Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> let me just start. Let me just go. Can I just <laughs> yeah. open up and then just go, and then we'll get to that point? Go off, King. <laughs> so, okay, so I, um, I knew that this movie had to be special or it was going to be a flop like it's not it, it was unique in the sense that like it had to be one of the best movies i've ever seen to be honest like in my opinion like the bar was so fucking high because of our lord and savior chadwick boseman yeah. and, and uh it had this pressure on it where if, if it was just a wreck if it was just good it would have been like you guys fucked you fucked this up you yeah done this because like this is like America and the world's moment and opportunity to recognize a great fucking actor. And we we have an episode where we deep dive Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yeah. And we all came away from that experience like, this guy is a fucking legend. And so I knew it had to be great. So I was kind of like nervous, but I was like, this has got to be great. As soon as I fucking walk in the door, dark, the, the first opening scene of it, bawling. I'm so emotional because they have like that, you know, I don't want to, well, fuck it. I'm going to do it. They, they have like the, the, the cemetery, like where they're you know, burying him and everything. And that's like really sad. So I'm kind of starting to get emotional. But what gets me is the Marvel cut. It was dead silent. Dead fucking oh, silent, yeah, yeah. dude. So All silent. purple, dead silent with, with just Chadwick. I got goose. I got goose. Dude, it was time. like. Killed me because, like, you know, they normally like dun 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 dun. Yeah, it's like pumping dun, you up. Dun, and dun 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 dun. Dead. It's like moment of silence for this man, and I was just like, "Fuck, bro. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go." But we also have a movie to make, and we have a story to tell. So they kind of get into the story. The second time I got emotional was after Michael B. Fucking showed up. Not when he showed up. I didn't cry. I don't cry when I see Michael B. Jordan. Uh, <laughs> it was after he showed up, though. Uh, and Shuri sh- it got into the Black Panther costume for the first time, which, by the way, was in, like, the fourth act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she did not, it, like, it wasn't like a Black Panther, Shuri's Black Panther now, like, boom, like, this is what she does. It was, like, the journey of her getting there took so long, which, which I think is not was well done. what DC would have done. DC would have been in that suit in the fucking first 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, bro. It would have it been the opening scene. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, Black Panther. Here's your new fight scene. <laughs> yeah. These are her new powers. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like a whole journey to get there. And when she showed up in her suit for the first time, she had like the, the kind of black and silver suit, which is uh, Chadwick's suit. But she also had gold accents, which was Killmonger's suit. And she even had like the the dot on her chest and on her head, which Killmonger had on his chest. So I, I just, I got emotional because I thought it was so fucking perfect that Shuri was like the descendant, almost like ideologically of Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that Killmonger showed up for her was like the stroke of genius. I never saw it coming. Yeah. I never saw it coming. But when it happened, I was like, oh my God. This makes perfect fucking sense. Because Killmonger had a good idea, but like what clouded him was his rage. He was so mad at the world for everything that was like wrong. You know, that everything that was wrong, like he felt like he was wronged. And here's this character who's lost everything. Dude. Mm-hmm. 
lost everything. And she doesn't just show up and see her mom or Chadwick. I mean, I know they, but she doesn't show up and see somebody and say, so glad you know what, go ahead, go ahead and be, be a hero. You know what you should do? Be a hero. No, dude. She sees Killmonger who says, whether you like it or not, you are just fucking like me. Mm-hmm. Take and care he's of right. He's right. You're going to take care of business like I did. Mm-hmm. And she, he's fucking Oh, so anyway, so when she showed up in that suit, I was like, I got emotional because I, I, I just, I was overwhelmed by the genius of it. Yeah. And then the end. I no. thought we, had, I thought we got through the movie. You know no. what I mean? No. I thought like, oh, that was a good movie. And then the end when she takes, she goes to Haiti and. You make me start crying now. I'm, I'm almost careful. getting emotional right now. Burns the clothes. Let me tell you about my movie theater experience. Really? I could have like lost it for real in the opening scene. Like at that point, I was I was like crying. Like, you know how sometimes in movies like you'll cry like there's a tear. Yeah. I was like oh, this might be a problem. Like I might <laughs> I might be disruptive here. <laughs> then the Killmonger thing happened and I I had a tear. At the end when all that went down, me and Alicia were doing everything we possibly could to like keep it together. Honestly. It wasn't just like like a tear it was like if i let myself go right now i'm gonna like sob in this like it's like it's like the walking or not not the uh what was that movie that we watched like when we were kids oh watch remember yeah watch to remember <laughs> you remember when we watched watch remember yeah, oh, yeah. Never and i went into the bathroom and I just like <laughs> lost my shit yo it, it was like that it uh. was like that like it was like shoulders like i could have i had to really keep it together like that's how emotional i was um so when they showed him and like they're just in her her thoughts, just like the dapping up and the like their handshakes and like putting the looking at her and smiling at her and putting, yeah, the, putting the, the beads the, on her the beads on her. It's just like oh my fucking god, I miss him so much. Yeah, dude, it's <sighs> it's uh, you felt her pain. You felt her pain, and she act and like it was like a scene where I just as I was watching it, I was thinking, dude, she's not acting. No, I I agree. She misses him. I mean, who fucking doesn't? But brutal. Yeah. Am I gonna cry in this podcast? I almost got there just now. <laughs> just close, rethinking that. Uh, yeah, it was. They actually Take talked it to, somewhere else, Jr. Well, they were. I, I, well, I was watching a lot of interviews. I, I like to watch interviews because you kind of get to see the behind the scenes with them talking and stuff like that. And a lot of them talked about how they they use this emotional like um, thing that you know the death and this like crazy thing that happened in their life and how they put that into the movie and you can like you're right you can see it in every aspect right and every scene they're fighting and they're fighting for something bigger and they're you know they're she's she's angry the whole time because like how do you lose the staple of your your culture like that without the, without him saying like they played it perfectly too because like when chadwick was sick nobody knew it mm-mm. he didn't yep. say a word to anybody nope. bro he just ate that shit yeah. and went to work and was great. Mm-hmm. And like they play that up in the movie. Just yeah. like the Black Panther did. Just yeah. like the Black Panther. Yeah. They're just like, what the hell? How did we know? Like he just is now he didn't now tell, he's yeah. dying. He's yeah. dead now. Yep. And, and so she's confused yep. and mad. Mm-hmm. Like anger is such a perfect way for Shuri to react. Yep. Like I'm so happy they did this. I'm, sure, I'm so happy they didn't just like make her like a noble hero noble hero or even like a sad damsel mm-hmm. like no they fucking made her pissed yeah that, that was like but she had her mom uh, 
and that's what Killmonger didn't have because at the end when she could have killed Namor right there, yeah, she made him yield instead, and that's because her mom she she had a f- mother figure, yeah, to to guide her away from that anger just yeah. enough, just enough at the very end, just enough, yeah, yeah. How how cool was it that like you guys saying that they didn't actually? I thought they were gonna bring a silhouette out of Black Panther. I'm so glad they didn't. Like I thought they were gonna bring Chadwick out somehow, some way. I was like, like a fucking. Ben Obi Wan Kenobi type situation. Yeah, where he instead of you know like now she gets to see the 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 plane and it's actually it's him Chadwick Chadwick and I'm like I was surprised I was super surprised I was, I was like, surprised oh, really? too oh, I thought they was. were gonna tug on that thing and I they, thought they, they were too and I think that I think that like I'm convinced that Coogler can't miss I, I at this point I yeah. think like I think he's just too smart and he's like he's too aware of like what hits and what doesn't because that would have sucked. Yep. You know, like it would have been easy. It would have been a low hanging fruit. And it, I think it would have sucked. It would have been all CGI. Yep. And it would have been his likeness. Somebody like voicing him over, trying to sound like him. Yep. And it would have fucking sucked. Yep. And, and like and Chadwick deserves better than and that. And Chadwick too. deserves better. Chadwick deserves like what he what he got in that movie. My 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 bar was high. I was like, look, this guy's a, a goat. And this movie basically has to celebrate his life. Mm-hmm. And you have to like memorialize the work that he's done as a person, as a human. Like, fuck. Fuck the Black Panther. You have to like, m- like celebrate him, and they did it excellently. Yeah, like excellently, dude. It yeah. was a social cultural moment, I think. Yeah, and one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was top. It was top notch. I mean, the like you're talking about the slow mo stuff. I mean, the part where I say Namar, but the part where Namar is like taking a swing in his back, and you can see all his muscles and. You know, misses right. I, I thought that's I, I like went woo that whole time because <laughs> woo woo because that was like a perfect slow mo yeah. scene and it was like just watching a Kong but come to life. Yeah, you know that that whole you know thing where he could see all the shadows and shapes and the values and the color and the strength. I, I think people forget how strong Namar is. I mean, they say in the movie, you know, you're dealing with a guy with Hulk strength and uh, that can fly. That can fly, and they and Shuri, who's obviously. Not like Black Panther, which was all strength, agility, and she was more brains and agility. And yeah. so her having to fight this Hulk like she's, she's not a trained warrior either. She's not no, like like Chadwick was like a fighter. Like yeah. he like he like he earned the title. Whether yeah. he had the suit or not, like he would yeah probably he could knock fist you fight the for fuck sure. Out, yeah, you know he, what I mean. Yeah, and she, that's never who she's been. Like she no. has a suit now, but she's still yeah. She lost her gauntlets, right? Like her gauntlets were gone. I mean, she literally had to use her her like wit and her brains. Well, she used her fucking anger at the end. Her anger, off yeah. that spike, like yeah. God, she so had that good. too. Yeah, I so I love good. how I love the strength of all the women in this movie. Like from oh, every one from them. the com- from the general getting demoted down. Like I mean, kneeling down. I mean that strength. You're a Freaking general of an army, and you're near very proud to very, and you begging know? to be like, this is not what how I want. And in that. the moment, her lowest moment, she called the queen mama. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which was like, yeah, that was heartbreaking crazy. right there. That like, was heartbreaking. Oh my too. god, yeah. So I feel like I'm like really emotional right now. <laughs> yeah, you're cr- you're tearing up. It's fine. I'm not tearing up. You're, right. you're tearing up. I'm not tearing up. I'm tearing not tearing up. up. You got a little, little <laughs> glistening there. Ah <laughs> oh, man, can can we talk about how like N- Namor was cool? Yeah, <laughs> because like I, please, because I want to get off the sadness. Because yeah. he was one of the best villains. He I've was ever so sick. Seen in and my like life. when I when I found out it was Namor, I was like, oh god! Like 
Not another Atlantean. Namor, yeah. bro. Namor sucks. Dude, as much as JR loves him, because he always hyped him up, I thought, because he had him on your fucking <laughs> he Four Horsemen. He was his first pick. Yeah. He was his first He's one of the first mutants Dude, ever. it was yeah. the first pick of the draft, so, and we... We from day one roasted him. Jr. has that. backed him more, and I was like, "Dude, he better be the shit." And he, so I was excited to see it. He fucking delivered. I man. I was scared because I just I think Namor in the book sucks bad. Like I just feel like he's so whack. I just His costumes whack. He's I always was just like, bro, he's a knock clearly a knockoff of Aquaman. But he was first, wasn't he? Was he first? Was Namor before Aquaman in the comics? Um, I don't think so. He wasn't. I think Aquaman's super old, like nineteen uh, forties, okay. and I think he My came. Fault. Yeah, but yeah, I remember you always made fun of me. He has fucking goblin ears, bro. He's not cool. Yeah, like, and he's look got at Aquaman. Wings on his ankles, <laughs> like he sucks. The wings on and, the ankles thing, I was a little. I don't know how I feel about that. Still, I'm, I'm a little but, indifferent but, on that. Dude, he was but, flying on those things. I know. He I was know. Moving, but it's like, bro. <laughs> but I just, I just want to like say, like Mercury. Yeah, they they took an idea, and ultimately, I think that they did this with Black Panther too. Because, like, let's be honest, the books of Black Panther are trash. <laughs> Trash dog. What Star Trek? They they uh, <laughs> they're hard to read. But they took they yeah they're hard to read. They took uh, a character that I would argue is not that rad in the books at all, and they made him like cool as shit by bringing in this like Aztec yeah. Uh, was, they, they they added like this five, other like element. They gave him yeah. this Aztec backstory, yeah. and they like showed like how his mom died, and how they like were colonized, and like yeah. plague hit, and they were desperate, and they needed yeah. something to happen, and it was just like so believable, and and. Like just rad. Yeah. Like they made him like super dope. Everything he did made sense. Yeah. Like I think that's the best villain is like you give him intention or her intention, mm-hmm. and you make that intention feel like it connects like yeah. to something that is believable to you. Yeah. Like like why why are you doing this? What does what and like if you can connect that why to something that makes sense as mm-hmm. a viewer, then you have yourself a villain. Yeah. Like you can't just roll out a dick because he's a dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like or her. And I think they did a great job at that. Yeah, I I I think it's it's uh it's the Mayan culture, but I I think it's the perfect background story to have for them because of how they were decimated by the Spaniards and why why is because in the comic books Namar is so hateful. He's I mean he's can be a hero right because he you know he wants but it's always for the good of what's best for the Atlanteans right. Mm-hmm. So he's always doing that. And he's always playing that game. So I thought they they did a great job with that. How do you how do you bring in a character like him? Without having to have a whole movie, right? Because you're talking 60 plus years of, of culture, right? Of comics with Namar, Justice League, uh, the Illuminati. You know, you're, you're talking all this stuff. And how do you bring it in in an instant in one movie? Let's give him a culture that's already been there. That was basically has... So everybody knows. Yeah, everybody knows. Yeah. Um, the jewelry it has act- a mysterious background. Exactly. Yeah. Mysterious hasn't, you know, I love how he talked about, I know you're making fun of his ears, but how, you know, how Point go- to the, clouds. the gods gave him, you know, cause he's from the, from the bottom and he's from the top. Um, and just a quick fact, the, the, I love how they implemented his strength abilities. It's a little bit different in the, um, in the comics, you know, where he, where he, he needs water to continue his strength. I um, mean, the comics, he needs both because he's actually like, uh, Aquaman, where he's half human, half man, or half Atlantean, mm-hmm. and so I love how they changed that and made it much. I think that's a much better. Yeah, uh, ad- where he ad- needs ad- water. Yeah, because in in the comics he needed both. He needed mm-hmm. to be in out of the water, and he needed to be in the like a percentage, right? Like mm-hmm. if he needed like 30, 30 70 or whatever mm-hmm. in the comics, and so 
the fact that they changed that to where he needed to be in the water more, it was much more independent, much more create a separation. Yeah, it yeah. was. I guess you would say it's much more. Uh, you know, the old version is much more common, right? I mean, back then that probably wasn't common, but as we've seen that half human, half you know mutant because he's a mutant um, change and everything. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought they did great and all that stuff. The the jewelry and the so was he in like the X Men. Yeah, stories? He's, is that what he's, he's not in the X-Men stories. He's but a mutant. He's a mutant, and yeah. they consider him one of the first mutants with Apocalypse. Gotcha. And so when you see him join oh, he's Force... he's OG. Yeah. When you see him for, like Avengers versus X-Men, guess who he, cha- he, who he chooses? X-Men. You know, when he... You know, because he's like, that's my people, because gotcha. I'm a mutant, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I love that they... I was just looking through the, um, the filmography of the actor, and dude, nothing. No, he's and he killed. He, it. I love Who, how Marvel he, does that, man. They find like these a, fucking yeah. gold Gems. diamonds in the rough. Like, yes, they don't put some goddamn big name. Like when I saw that, I, I think I sent you guys that link to Ryan Gosling as fucking Doctor Doom. Yeah, like no, like yeah. even I'm saying no. Like yeah. I don't want that. Like no. nobody wants that. It makes no sense. But like they find these fucking heroes in the dark that come out of nowhere and they just fucking this is Destroy the role of their it. life. So they're gonna dedicate everything to it, and not take it for granted. Yeah, and they fucking crushed it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, I think that there's something to be said about this. Is a bit of a tangent, but like I've always had this theory that like as an artist, like there's something to be said about like desperation. Mm-hmm. Like I really feel like there is something to be said about. Like I think that like once you or make gratitude. it, that's, that's cool. Yeah, you could call it gratitude, but I, I think it's probably a mix of both. But like you know, a Ryan Gosling or like a Tom Cruise, like you're great, but you're not desperate anymore Mm -mm. you're not hungry which is good you made it but i think that like the person that's like starving of thirst like dying of thirst and this role was like water you get something special yeah it it was good to see because speaking of dr doom there was actually where they talked to the actor who played um his last name's herda but i his first name's kind of rough to say but um who no more yeah um Uh, yeah tanak tanak herda or something right Horta. 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 Um, they talked about how Namar didn't have any baggage with him either. So he was a perfect villain for Wakanda and the Black Panthers because Doctor Doom has baggage, right? He's yeah. been before, you know, it's really hard to kind of come back from some of those. Some of like the old, like, you know, Fantastic Four. Fours yeah. and stuff. And so to have a character that didn't have any baggage that you could bring in this kind of w- different view of him and have a guy who doesn't look like the normal white guy i mean you have a mexican actor in a big screen which is hard to see these days i mean we see it with andor mm-hmm. you know but to have that guy's such a good actor yeah he he's a great actor i've seen him in anything uh Narcos, but yeah crushed it and to have that he, he's probably like the the leading movie star i think right now and in, in that yeah. this is a a tangent but yeah. I, I feel like there's not a lot of movie stars right now and i think he's probably one of them anyway yeah ahead. but anyway so to have that uniqueness is what cooler has been doing i think to I don't know. I, that's why I say it could be on its own. Black Panther could be on its own. They can have its own universe. You At know. this point, it's almost like bringing it down to even bring it into like. Well, Avengers it's been really Marvel. bad, right? I mean, it's been even the Thor one, which had the same premise. As, I'll be honest, man. This this podcast, like, this was something that we were so excited to see these movies and talk about it. Yeah. And lately, it's been like we have to see this. We have to see this. Mm-hmm. We have to watch this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's talk about it. And the most exciting part is getting together and talking. Yeah. Not going to see these fucking movies. I think we were all really excited to see this movie. Yeah. Oh, this was hit. This was huge, bro. Yeah. This is like marked on my calendar for years. I, I I think it's also rad that like 
the the social commentary that this movie does like mm-hmm. i think it's not overt and it's not like in your face like they're not really trying to preach to you but like there's this idea that like these two groups that are like really more similar than mm-hmm. than not are like fighting each other mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they're just like over like and the anger. white the white man america or whatever is like <laughs> yeah out in the distance yeah. they both like are like that's our enemy yeah and but, and, but they can't like you know unite and there's no like you uh uh aspect of peace until the very end like i feel like there's like but it was also with a catch yeah he's using it to his advantage but yeah, yeah. but I, I but i like i like the i like what that story says like i think it makes sense yeah it's true yeah i mean that's very that's a very true thing yeah um how did you guys feel about shuri i thought she was great man i if there was one caveat i had with this movie i didn't love um ironheart oh yep i thought it was kind of like yeah I get it, but I wasn't a fan. But I think Shuri fucking was so blew me away because I didn't know what to expect with her as the lead. Like I, I've seen her in little little side gadgets here, and she's funny, and she's like got a little attitude. But she's really smart. And I was like, yeah. can she hold this role? Yeah. And to see her character grow to be as powerful like emotionally as she was throughout that, like I was God. blown away by yeah. her. Yeah. God. Talk about going from being in a movie where you don't have, I mean, the stress of not having to be the main actor to be, you know, to be brought in with this amazing cast and fill those shoes and then having to be the main actor. Like that is stressful enough. I know she talked about not wanting to be the black Panther and, you know, wanting to just kind of stick to her own kind of roles and stuff like that. And I wouldn't blame her. And I mean, that's, she's got to, she's got to win. And I, Academy Award, I would think. I mean, she's got to win something, I think, for that. Just the challenge she's of that. She got my vote. Yeah, just the she challenge does. of that was crazy. And, and I she, loved her outfits. It was totally an ace. I, I was just going to say, she got drip. Yeah, yeah. she does. She got yeah. drip, I love her out- There her was season. multiple scenes. Like, there was a, p- a point when I was watching with my wife where I literally leaned over and I was like, yo, sure, she's got some drip. <laughs> <laughs> she's low-key kind of badass. Like, yeah. she's got, like, swag. Like, this, like era about her and i loved her haircut and her like she had like fucking racing stripes yeah. and shit like aviators like she just had like this swag yep. that was like yeah she's cool as fuck dog like she's hella cool